tip top tibbity tab boobity. What's up, everyone? It's the Herald and Modcast on the HMC. Yes, it is. <laughs> and we're talking about the taboo season finale. Season finale. Taboo on FX starring Tom Hardy, created by Tom Hardy himself, his father, Chips Hardy, uh, and Ridley Scott, and this other guy whose name I always drop out, but That's sorry. cool. Poor guy. Yes. Yeah, we'll never get Knight, his comeuppance. I think his name is. Well, don't make up a name. No, that's not making up a name. I believe that's his name. You believe that's his name, poor guy. Well, I can... <laughs> All he ever wanted was uh, acknowledgement on the our podcast. Like, no, the dude's pretty, like, big deal, so I'm sure he's... Uh... We're going to get a lot of hate mail from Stephen Knight fans. No, I don't think so. It is Stephen Knight. Thank you very much. With a K or no K? With a K, and he does... He also writes for uh, Peaky Blinders and Eastern... Pro- he wrote Eastern Promises. You know they're making part two Eastern Promises? Oh, is Vigo in it? Well, I'm going to say yes to that. All right, because it's not showing up on his IMDB credits. What are you on his IMDB every morning? Hey, speaking of Vigo, I really kind of wanted him to win the Oscar. Yeah, I mean, who won? Casey Affleck. Yeah, see, we already forgot. <laughs> yeah, we've man. already forgotten. I mean, that performance in Manchester by the Sea was great. It I, was great, but and good for him, and he was amazing in it. So, and I love it when a Boston boy gets his due. But I really felt like Vigo. I mean, Vigo's just been not acknowledged the way he should be. I think he's been nominated for a couple Oscars, but... I think so. He's amazing. He's a man. And yeah. he really just does it for the work. He's an artist. True artist. Ron artist. Artiste. Yeah. So, uh, Taboo, season finale was amazing. Quite a finale. Holy shit. True spirit of a finale. Yeah. Yeah, it was incredible. It was uh, really delivered and... You really see James Delaney's uh, full plans uh, sort of come to fruition. The guy was playing chess the whole time. Everyone else was playing checkers. <laughs> Everyone else was playing go fish, apparently. Yeah. What did you call James Delaney? He said he Oh, was... he's Kaiser Soze. Yeah. Yeah, he had everything planned out from the beginning. Literally, since when he sh- walked into town, the dark man yeah. in black, he had a plan that was executed almost flawlessly until the very end. I mean, not everyone gets out of this alive, and they not every and a lot of people get left behind because he. he I mean, it ends with him sailing off somewhere. It, we thought it was going to be to America, but it looks like he's going somewhere else first. Well, I think he's had a he has a place to sell the powder because he was yeah. going to sell it to the Americans, but that went you know belly up because he figured out that the else that American doctor guy is actually working for the East India Company, and he freaking silenced the lambed him. Yeah, he totally put him out and like flayed man with a blue <laughs> face and a that red was crazy butthole. He pulled his guts out of his anus. Uh, I don't think that's what happened, but he loves pulling guts out. Yeah, he loves guts. Yeah, why? James Guts Delaney. (laughs) So, I mean, we see him still in prison when the episode opens. Yep. And he's actually, it's a scene, he's talking to Stuart Strange, and he's basically saying, you will get me these things. And Stuart Strange is like, is this? The, all Joke. your ambition yeah i'm not gonna do it and of course he basically says i'm gonna out you and you'll be tried for treason yeah high treason for that ship years ago that turned out to be the slave ship that he of course was on and yeah he had him like hook line and sinker 
It was hilarious. And Stuart Strain walked in there with this confidence, like, oh, drinking, they give you this crummy booze, huh? Yeah. And Delaney's like, well, you're going to have to get used to the taste of this shitty rum or whatever it is, because you'll be in here a long time if you don't play ball with me there, Charlie. Yeah. (laughs) And it was. She basically said, get me a ship. Because all of last episode, he's like, once I get my ship, and I'm going to get my ship. And you're like, how the fuck is he going to get this new ship? And sure enough, uh, Stuart Strange instantly bends and is like... Commandeers a ship for him. Yeah, and reroutes it and everything. With his two stooges, who end up like being double-crossed by Stuart Strange. One of them goes to get the madam out. These are his. These are Delaney's demands. Yeah, he had a whole list of demands, and he, he basically tells Stuart Strange he has four hours to do it, because yeah. that's when his trial is, and he's like, I'll give you up at the trial to the king and everything. He's so... Like, one of the things about this performance Tom Hardy gives, every little, like, look in his eye and grunt. He uh, like, grunts a lot. A lot of grunting, yeah. But the way he does it and just... God, it's like he's completely embodied this character. It's it's um, fascinating to watch him act because he's so incredible. Oh, wow. You really like him, huh? Yeah, I'm you, a fan. You really like his performance? <laughs> You find it to be so incredible. I agree. I do. I think this is one of the best performances on television I've seen. Well, I like how he's he's so cunning, but he's not very self-aggrandizing. Like usually, the really cunning character is always like, "And then I'll do this, yeah, and they'll never see it coming." (laughs) And like constantly patting himself on the back and like drinking and musing to himself. Like he is that guy, but with none of those like classic fucking tropes of a you know cunning spinster yeah gonna like ooh, i'm always two steps ahead and yeah listen yeah. to me monologue for like <laughs> a bond villain yeah. you know it's that's a cool you know choice because he is he's totally cunning and he's always a few steps ahead of everyone but he just sort of quietly gets it done and he's a man of few words yeah he is but he's also like a you know what do they say like uh you know small talkers or big thinkers yeah. or whatever you know well i think you nailed it with kaiser sose i mean yeah he literally walks out of the prison like he's kaiser sose because they let him go yeah because he's he pretends he puts like a little spell on himself to make him sick so he can buy more time because he has a little errand boy handing out all these letters to all the different people in his plan to like start making their moves and uh, at the same time Stuart Strange is like shitting his pants and getting a ship and his little right hand guys are questioning him right basically just tells him to fuck off and we notice that there's a lot of f-bombs in this which is cool because it's fx you know yeah no f-bombs on walking dead there's you know, no f bombs really in cable television. And fuck, it makes a difference. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> it does. I mean, there's this one scene when Solomon Coop, the uh, uh, who plays the Prince Regent's right hand man, who's been torturing Delaney, mm-hmm. gets realizes they got the better of him that he's being released, and he's sitting at his desk, and he just looks at this release paper, and he goes, "Fuck," and that's all yeah. he says in the scene. And but it it's makes like, a difference. It just shows you, like, come on. 
Let people say, let people swear. That's how people talk. And like, who's going to write in that don't watch the show? Like, is that what you're concerned with? Angry viewers? Like, I don't like how the F word was said. And well, my it, son heard the F word. But it, what I've always found to be so hypocritical about that is why are you okay with someone's guts being pulled out, but yeah. you can't say You can't fuck. say, ow, fuck, that hurts. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> he can, but you can pull his guts out, but he can't be like, fuck. I've never understood that i mean think about what they do on walking dead yeah. Think about the brutality of that show but they can't swear and they can't show like a some tits or an ass or anybody's you know well we're so puritanical about nudity and yeah this kind of and sexuality just, yeah, yeah yeah well so they just i don't know how they got it done but they got it done so that they're able to do a lot on this show and it seems like it's an hbo produced show it's an fx networks produced show yeah i'm sure they had some conditions uh just working with fx like you know with you know actually producing the show that they wanted to produce it's a mm-hmm. ridley scott and tom hardy man they wouldn't have they could have done the show on hbo i'm sure they have enough juice to get a meeting with hbo about right. this kind of show you know, so to do it on FX, I almost felt what when I first saw him, like, wait, Tom Hardy's on FX? Why? Yeah. You know? I did kind of think that way. But it turns out that it's, you know, it seemed to be a really good decision for both parties. Yeah. It's probably the coolest show of the year. It's definitely by far the coolest show of the year. And yeah. this season finale really, I mean, because it gave us, it gave the audience what you want. It they gave I, a payoff. I love what they did versus what Game of Thrones and Walking Dead does. They didn't exactly leave us hanging. They tied no. up a lot of things. And we clearly see there's going to be a season two because he's going off and there's going to be oh, more yeah. shit. But they, t- I mean, and they left us kind of sad because we lose some people. Right. And... But they tie up all the things that were set in motion from the beginning. Yeah. Like, everything that was left hanging is not really left hanging. It's just sort of left with, like, now there's a new adventure. Right. And I love that. Yeah, it's good. It's good writing. And it did... There was a pretty massive payoff. You got to see all of the balls that were in the air, you know, sort of... Everything was sort of executed and flawlessly. Like, he had a plan the whole time. Yeah. With, the you know, the the African guy and the investigation. Yep. You know, and... uh, with getting the ship and with getting the gunpowder and with getting his crew together. The only thing that was out of sync was his sister, who we assume is now dead. But We assume. We're not dead. 100% sure. I mean, although he does finally, he says, at first when he gets her letter, she leaves him a basic suicide letter. And he says to his stepmother, who's now become his BFF, apparently, mm-hmm. like, uh, I, I don't see her. I would have seen her if she was in the river and she I would died. hear her, yeah, and I would see her, yeah. And we see her jump off of the bridge. Right. So Which and land in the water. Cool shot, the way she spirals off kind and of. And lands in the water, yeah, that's awesome. So But, but he does eventually see, see her. her. Yeah. So she could, you know, might be dead. They never really I think came we're, back it's to her. Assume, we're assumed that yeah. and uh you know, we lose some characters that we liked. Spoiler alert. Well, folks. because um he had this plan and it was almost executed flawlessly because basically what happens is the king or the prince regent just goes, fuck it. He goes, fuck Nuka Sound, fuck the East India Company, 
kill Delaney. Yeah. I'm sick of the like holding him right. hostage and playing his game. Go, I'm the king. Fucking kill this guy. Yeah. Just for because I say so. Right, right. He's sick of the power struggle. Well, he's not the king. He's well, the prince. Regent. Yeah, but he's like he said he's like has the power of the state. Yeah, yeah. whatever it is. So that's what happens. So like the whole freaking you know British army is coming down on them. Yeah, they're trying to get all the gunpowder loaded on the boat and set sail before you know the fucking army comes in on them yeah before that you know he has the prostitutes freed and then he has the guys killed and like he you know and both east india guys yeah well that was Stuart strange killing his own men yeah and and part of it was because he's tying up his loose ends yeah he was because he thought you know if those guys are out of the picture they don't want he doesn't want them to know why he's doing this right but then also Stuart strange thinks that he's got the american doctor in his back pocket and then Delaney doesn't know anything about that and we didn't know about that we didn't know the doctor was in his back pocket yeah because we think he's American the whole time but he had already obtained the safe passage from the other woman American right because his stepmother goes when he's still in prison and like basically talks her into giving him the safe passage to America letter and and here's how he knew that that would happen partially because remember that episode where he finds out that the two, the Americans are not are kind of playing each other against each other yeah because the woman doesn't know what the the doctor guy's doing and, no. and Delaney remembers all this shit and he's like okay oh. so he goes to her he has his stepmother go threaten her gets a safe passage and then the doctor thinks he's coming to get that and basically says you got to sign over Nootka Sound this and treaty yeah he gives him this whole speech about how he's that was a great speech about how the sheep sheep versus the meat but you're really the meat the wolf wool versus the meat yeah it's like you think you're putting your wool over one's eyes but really you're just you know a sheep yeah yeah or something that, like that. was wonderfully yeah, written and that's like right before he kills him because he doesn't need him you know what I mean God, he kills him in a really Silence of the Lambs brutal way. Well, and he attaches the treaty like to his chest. Yeah, he's like hanging because he's in some like tannery dye clothing dye shop yeah. or something, you know. So, so he takes that guy out. He takes out um, Stuart Strange's like right hand men, those like pussy guys. Right. He fucking you know gets all of his crew members together. He gets Chumley to like build some explosives. Right. And all of that comes to a head when the Prince Regent says, you know, basically puts it fucking hit on him, a head out on him. Yeah, because they barely make it onto that boat. Yeah, and the the battle scene's awesome. It is. And he t- basically tells Brace, his servant man, that he can't come. That he why is he so sad? I couldn't quite understand why he was so sad that he couldn't go. Who? Brace? Brace. I don't know. Just I always I just figured it was because you know he's been serving the Delaney family his whole life or something. Oh, and he wanted well because now he gets the, and he says you have you own everything now. You have the house. You yeah, have it's everything. yours. Yeah, he doesn't need it anymore. He's you know he's tying up his own loose ends. So, but yeah, Brace was still there. But then Brace stayed to fight, which is pretty cool. But then he's back at the house, and George Chichester shows up, the African, and Delaney makes good on his promises there, and leaves his account of what happened on the uh, shit slave, the the illegal slave ship, and so he gets justice. Yeah, and so the guy has the the uh, testimonies of the East Indian guy, the. The cross dresser, the yeah. Molly, and James Delaney. So <laughs> right. they, he has both. And so and then the fight starts and Chumley's blowing stuff up and all the soldiers are coming and that's when 
Uh, we start to lose some people. Yeah, and that know? was sad. It was sad. We lost the Maori guy, the big savage. Oh, yeah, you liked him. You kept saying, don't. I no. hope the savage makes it. Yeah, you know, you want him to make it. He seems he was pretty clutch and some stuff. And, yeah. And then the madam dies. She gets shot going back to that was get her pistol. stupid that she went back to get her pistol in the middle of a big gun Firefight. battle. Firefight. Like, you're on the boat. Like, just you're, get on the yeah, boat. Yeah, just go. Forget the Would pistol. Would your father give you that gun yeah, or something? Yeah, you'll get her new pistol. <laughs> I know. That was... Yeah. That was the well, that was one thing that I was a little bit like, nah. Would she really run back to get a gun? I don't know. I maybe don't know. She uh, maybe would. she would. I mean, unless she was like planning to go back and fight. But you're on the the ship almost. She was literally about to get away. Right, and then what's her name gets shot. His oh, the stepmom, but she's okay. Yeah, she's alive, and the savage guy gets killed, and then Chumley gets blown up. But and a explosives. lot of people were saying on Twitter, "Oh, well, we're going to miss this guy. He's still alive. He's still alive. Yeah, but he's making. He was like basically making peace with his life. He was apologizing to the Molly guy. I don't know why. I don't know why either. Maybe he just was like something he did to him, or, or, or I don't know. He, maybe he's just like so dazed. He's just like apologizing. To no, him. but the guy accepted it. So something's there that I missed somehow. But I, I don't think we should assume he's dead. Well, I don't even know if we know who Chumley knows who he's talking to. Yeah, he's yeah. He's so fucked up. He was all burned. Like, he got yeah. blown up by his own explosives. Right. And, and they had to, like, drag him onto the ship. Like, yep. he's really messed up, you know? But Atticus makes it. Atticus makes it. He gets, like, fucking chopped in the head, but he makes it, yeah. which is good. He's and, gonna need him. Yeah, and the other prostitute makes it. Oh, right. The, the younger one. one. Yeah, yeah. The, the younger one. And then the dude that we never got his name with the beard makes it. Yeah, he's like, good. He's yeah. good. Yeah. So, and did that like that big bald guy that looks like a Frankenstein make it? I don't it? think he made it because no. I don't remember seeing. Maybe he did. I mean, maybe they were a did. very small crew. I know, fighting off. Ship. And yeah, like, they're fighting off the freaking English army for God's sakes. And now they're and they sail off with the American flag. That was he another weird says part. Says we're American now. Yeah, he's like, we're not going to America. We're going to some place, some island to sell the. And he's like, but what about America? He's like, we're Amer- we are American now. And then you see the Union Jack go down. You see the American flag go yeah. up. And that's basically like the last scene of. Did the- you say the Azores? That for some that's reason Portugal. I thought he said. Yeah, but maybe. Maybe that's what he said. I don't know. I think I feel like what they're doing is taking. I can't the remember what he said, but he's they're going somewhere. It. Yeah, I feel like Not they're America. going somewhere first to sell the gunpowder, and then continuing on to America. I'm sure they'll end up in America by the second season or the third. We'll see. I don't know. No, I think that's like, I think they're going to go to Nooka Sound. Because he said, he's like, you were my father's um, ding dong. You were my father's servant. And we're going to my mother's land now. So we don't need you anymore. He said that the brace, remember? Right. So they are going to Nooka Sound. Like that's where his mother's from. Okay. But we don't know how, what the timeline is for that. Well, I can't wait for the next season. I yeah. really can't. I don't know. I mean, that's a big production, so it may take a while. We may have to wait. Like, we're waiting these days another year, you know? Yeah, it might be a year from now when uh, the next uh, season of this comes out, but I'll wait. Hopefully, there'll be more episodes, too. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be 12 episodes instead of just eight. Right. You know, just because I think it was well-received. Yeah, I mean, I think this was... Oh, we also forgot that Stuart Strange got a note in the mail that ends up blowing up his Boy, whole office. Jonathan Price has had a pretty explosive year. Oh, yeah. He got blown up in Game of Thrones. In two season finales. Yeah. Wasn't that the season finale? No, it wasn't that the wasn't, season no. finale, but like that was... He got yeah, blown, he blown up in that. In his last two parts. Yeah, that was a great scene, though. He's like, ah, finally, we can lay this all to rest. Yeah. And there was like a... 
you know, as a leather shipping container for the. He's all smug. Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, I think I'll take the diet the the rest of the day off. <laughs> he was really stupid. I mean, I, I'm a little surprised that he was as stupid as he was. That he didn't see any of this coming, and he really he thought know. he was really smart. I think he, it was the arrogance. Yeah, yeah, he was blinded by his own arrogance in a lot of ways. You know, yeah, and, and uh, that was just really funny scene because you thought I thought it was going to be maybe someone's appendage or some sort of bloody something I fi- you know what i figured it was a bomb yeah. i really did because just the fact that he kept asking for it, and i just figured he wasn't gonna leave that guy alive no but that was cool because he's dead now and then the uh chestershire guy gets, gets his, his justice yeah, so yeah everything that they opened up was now tied up at the end you know which yeah. is cool which is great and it's really smart writing and nice to, and see it's it's justice without being cheesy or sentimental because James Delaney is uh, definitely an anti-hero. I mean, he's not a lovable character, but he's you just are so in awe of what has been created. Yeah. And he's respect you respect him, and you're like, wow, this guy is ahead of everyone. Yeah, and everything you put in motion, you see through. There's never like, but what about when he said, Bleh? like, I right. can't really think of anything like that, which oftentimes comes up in television shows, especially when they're trying to be mysterious. True. You know, but not in this case. This case, it was really like from beginning to end, they they had a sort of grand arc yeah. for all the stuff he was doing. It, it, phenomenal writing. Yep. I mean, it's all about the writing, really. Yep. It comes down to that. And I guess everything. his dad is a really good writer. I'm curious about the other things he's written. He's like a playwright. and a, He wrote comedy, I guess, for a while, too. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hardy's dad. I, mean. I think a novelist, and then he write com- wrote comedy, too. And uh, But, I mean, also in just the, you know... Hardy is a fantastic actor. I mean, mm-hmm. all of the actors in it were solid. Yeah, it was I can't awesome. think of a bad performance. No, I would give this like nine and a half out of ten. Yeah, easily. It's definitely the. I'd say it's the best episode of the season. Yeah. Uh, and I liked all the episodes of the season. Some of them were a little dipped a little, but I definitely would agree. I'd give this a nine point five out of ten. Yeah. Well, that's good. So that is it for our recap of Taboo season finale. Can't yep. wait for season two. And we will be back with uh, Walking Dead recaps. You can go to our website, mm-hmm. com right now and see our recap of uh, Walking Dead episode 711. Uh, and we've got more movie reviews coming yeah. up. We just reviewed Get Out. Yeah, Kong is coming out soon. We'll see that. There's yeah, will we see out. that? I mean, we'll see it. We'll see it. I don't know how I feel. I'm not about excited, it. really. No, I, it just seems more like white noise than a real like exciting trip to the theater. Yeah, it's just I feel kind of because we were in Paul H when yeah, they at, at the Comic Con. Yeah, that it's kind of will be fun to go see it actually. What play it looks out. like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah, there's lots lots to do, and we'll have more for everyone out there listening. Yay! All right, see you, jerks. See you later, jerks.